Wintertime holidays are about family, togetherness, warmth, and reflecting back on the preceding year as we prepare for the one to come. But throughout human history, this has not always been the case. Historically, the time we now call Christmas has been populated by things far scarier than the black cats and witches of Halloween, and children in early 19th century Iceland were taught to fear something far more dire than a lump of coal in their stockings. Join us tonight as we discuss the legend and legacy of the Yule Cat, giant monster of the Christmas season. That's today on Hey Strangeness. Get, go away, kitty. So I left all the cats out of the bedroom for this episode. I thought if they interfered with our recording, it might actually add to the topic. Cats are dicks. Cats are dicks. And that's <laughs> kind of what we're talking about today. Um, you know, welcome to a very special episode of Hey Strangeness. My name is Aaron. And I'm Sarah. And we are here today to talk to you about something. Something. Strange. Uh, something strange. We hope you're having a warm, cozy, safe holiday season. Uh, safe from the bitter cold. Abominable snowmen. Ghosts of Christmases past, present, and future. And of course, Krampus. 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 Uh, Krampus is a figure which is very near and dear to our hearts because because I was Krampus. You were? I was. I did a good job. You did? Yes. Uh, but today we're talking about a different Yuletide monster. One which is very, very, also very close to our hearts as we ourselves have an unreasonable miniature number of these creatures in our very home. We are talking about... The Yule Cat! Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Or in Icelandic, uh, Jola Katurin. Jola Katurin. The Yule Cat. Sarah, what do you know about the Yule Cat? <laughs> um, I just know it's big. Big, big, big kitty. Yes. That eats children. It does. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you really need to know about the Yule Cat, folks. Big ass cat eats kids. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to this <laughs> My name is Aaron. We'll see you next year. We have very exciting announcements about merchandise, upcoming episodes, upcoming interviews. <laughs> no. Um, the Yule Cat. The Yule Cat is basically a giant monster. Mm-hmm. By definition, right? Yes. Okay. I would say. Yeah. It is either an oversized house cat, which is big enough to eat children, uh, or it it's like a giant ass bobcat that towers above... The trees. I, some descriptions I read said it was as big as a house or bigger See, than a like house. See, I like that idea. That's cool. That's cool. Bigger than a house? Yeah, as big okay. as a house. That'd be so creepy. Okay. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And then a lot of the art that I've seen, which to be fair, the many of these depictions are very modern day, like within the last few years. Um, it literally towers above the tree line Godzilla style. So, you know. Um, so it is, it is by definition... A giant monster. A giant monster. A daikaiju. Um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but but this is literally a, a King Kong to Godzilla scale creature, beast, monster. A daikaiju. So it is a giant monster by definition, correct? Yes. Okay. So given that, given that it is a giant monster... I would like to get the collective internet started on a few projects. Namely, Godzilla versus the Yule Cat. The Yule Cat versus Gamera. 
the Yule Cat, Krampus, and Mothra, the battle for Earth. Pacific Rim, the Yule Cat cometh. Yule Cat Gundam and the quest for Christmas. Cthulhu versus the Yule Cat. Shin Yule Cat and... Yule Cat versus Mecha Yule Cat. Yes. Yes? Yes. Right? Like, these are all very reasonable ideas. Somewhere between uh, fan films. Um, don't, don't eat that. Don't eat that, you... I got it. They've been eating these wristbands. Ugh. Goodness gracious. Again, I decided to leave the cats out and let them interfere with this episode, so I'm not going to cut that. Um, so the Yule Cat has actually been in movies, speaking of films and fan films as recently as 2020 um in the sequel to the santa claus chronicles which i believe stars uh is it kurt russell kurt russell and goldie hahn <laughs> kurt russell and goldie hahn the perfect santa and mrs claus I yeah think. fun couple of movies i enjoyed them yeah they were fun they were fun um, new instant classics i feel like yeah i think kids will continue to watch those for several years yeah yeah um but in those in that film, uh, a Yule cat named Jola, and you may recall a few minutes ago, Jola Katorin. So that's interesting. They took the first part of the uh, donut. Don't eat the microphone cord. Come here. Come in. Come in. Yes, you get baby. Yes, you get baby. But they took the first part of the traditional name, Jola Katorin. Named it Jola. That's pretty cool. And a, a, this character kind of acts as a general baddie boogeyman throughout the film. Um, teams up with Belschnickel. Belschnickel is nigh. <laughs> I am nigh. He's nigh. <laughs> uh, does cat stuff. He messes with the reindeer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was drunk when we watched it. I don't really remember that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just going to be completely honest. These notes come from Wikipedia. But I do remember seeing Santa chasing or being chased by the Yule Cat in the early part of the movie. And I remember standing up in the living room and going, The Yule Cat! I remember this. Yeah. I remember this. Kind of my beginning, or the beginning of my fascination with the Yule Cat. Um, so, behaviorally... He's kind of a dick. He's kind of, yeah. You summed it up very well. Thank you. Well, cats are dicks. I love them so much. I could speak volumes about the relationship between humans and cats. Yes, I love, I love so my cats. But if you break into my home and you so much as look at my cats the wrong way, I'll eat your eyes. Take my Xbox. Take my Nintendo. I don't care. Stay away from my cats. Please continue. Sorry. No, yeah. But uh, the truth of the matter is that cats are dicks. They are dicks. Um, he eats people. Let's just be clear. The Yule Cat eats people, uh, primarily children, who aren't wearing new clothes on Christmas Day. Damn. Yeah. Damn, he goes after the poor kids. He goes after the poor kids, yeah. And the, the crux seems to be to motivate people to be productive, uh, complete their chores, namely textile manufacturing, which apparently in 19th century Iceland was a very big deal. Um the creature's origins, as far as, as most people seem to be able to tell, lie in the 19th century poem The Yule Cat, or The Christmas Cat, by Johannes Urkotlum? Kotlum? Kotlum? I don't know how to pronounce things in Icelandic. Uh, but I copied some excerpts from the poem that I found on the uh, worldwide internet, um, just to kind of summarize his uh, the creature's behavior and uh, motivations. <clears throat> you all know the Yule Cat. 
and that cat was huge indeed. People didn't know where he came from or where he went. If one heard a pitiful meow, something evil would happen soon. Everybody knew he hunted men, but didn't care for mice. He picked on the very poor that no new garments got for Yule who toiled and lived in dire need. What? What does this mean? It's very sad. From yeah. them he took in one fell swoop their whole Yule dinner, always eating it himself if he possibly could. And then there's also language about him eating the people. He eats their dinner and then he eats them. Uh, again, he's a dick. And then the final excerpt, now you might be thinking of helping where help is needed most. Perhaps you'll find some children that have nothing at all. Perhaps searching for those that live in a lightless world will give you a happy day and a merry, merry Yule. I feel like this is maybe translated weird. Cause, yes. Okay, because it feels like, I, I don't know. Yes. Okay, cool. That's actually in our notes here. Um, so the original poem was called The Christmas Cat in Icelandic. Mm -hmm. This was a version titled The Yule Cat, and the language had kind of been adapted, I think, to make more sense okay. in American English. Okay. Um, so this is not the original version of the poem, and this is just a few excerpts. The actual poem is very, very long. Uh, not quite the Iliad long, definitely longer than your atypical Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, very long poem. So, uh, but yeah, this is kind of a, uh, an Americanized version, so you get the gist of it. But this is kind of the meat and potatoes of it. Um, so, basically, the Yule Cat eats people that don't have new clothes on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve because they are lazy or poor or both. Or both. Uh, but at the same time... The creature encourages people to be generous and to give each other new clothes. And apparently this was an exemption that was added later on. Uh, if you don't have new clothes or if you already have new clothes, you can also give clothes to people and be spared the Yule Cat's wrath. Dang. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I sort of like this. I'll be honest. Um, Ikurisumasu Daikaiju, who encourages people to be generous. That's nice, right? Yeah, that's nice. Aside from eating the poor, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Um, and there's more mythology to the Yule cat, more like background and associated characters, such as his affiliation with Grela and the Yule lads, uh, which are a whole nother sack of, of crazy. Have you heard of the Yule lads? I don't think so. Oh man. They're weird. Uh, one of them is named, uh, sausage swiper. Oh, he steals sausages. A uh, pot okay. scraper or something. Uh, basically, they all boil down to theft of food. Um, but they're these 12 really mean little lads. Lads, And uh, the Yule cat is the perhaps house cat of Grela and the Yule lads and her boyfriend or husband whose name I did not put in my notes here. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about the Yule cat? I think he's a dick. <laughs> just a dick cats are dicks and are you basing this upon um your i have a couple couple possibilities here your knowledge of animals and your knowledge of the veterinary field are you basing them on your uh, uh multi-decade history as a cat owner or are you basing them oh upon God. the fact that this oh mythological God. creature is just kind of a dick all of them all of the above okay uh, all of them <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, do we still pretend not to be aware that cats will eat us if we die? They will, yeah. They will eat us? Yeah. Like. They will eat us. They will eat us. They will. They eat bugs. If they're hungry enough. We have not had to call for pest control in our apartment ever because they eat them. Oh, my God. He's, like, making direct eye contact with me. Yeah, he knows you're talking about him. He knows. Dennett! Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, he's coming. Come on, buddy. See if I can get him purring into the mic. Come on, buddy. Get you, buddy. No, he stopped. Thank you for tuning into Hey Strangeness. Join us next year. Next year, 2022. 2022. We have some fun stuff coming. Uh, Fun stuff in the works. Right now, by the time you hear this, our holiday giveaway is active. Oh, yeah, we are doing that. Yes. 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 You can win the following items. Uh, A CryptidCon MetaZoo exclusive card. I'm going to throw one of those in there. A wrapped in shrink wrap, brand new copy of the First Law Trilogy by Joe Abercrombie. Ooh. Ooh. Are these paranormal books? Yes. Yes. I will explain to you why at a different time in a different place. You will, you can, you will, you will win um, CryptidCon 2021 Paranormality Magazine exclusive wristbands. Thank you, Paranormality. You will also win Hey Strangeness Buttons. Featuring artwork by our friend uh, Joss Rose of Fright Life Paranormal. This is the FRIGHT logo in all caps. FRIGHT. We have multiple logos. <laughs> uh, you'll also hopefully win some stickers and maybe some other books. But enter the giveaway, please. Please do that. And do follow us on Instagram at hey underscore strangeness for our other show. We have another show. You have another show. We, you're in it. You're in the background for a couple episodes. Kind of. None of this would be happening without you, is my point. But uh, Strange Conversations is a fun series we've been doing on Instagram Live for the last couple of months. You can view all the episodes so far in our videos on Instagram, which is where, uh, wherein I have conversations with other members of the paranormal community. Artists, content creators, podcasters, uh other people cool people yes very cool people by the time you hear this episode we will have completed interviews with easton hawk of easton hawk illustration and moth boy matt of the moth boys podcast and possibly somebody else the way things keep happening thank you for tuning into hey strangeness my name has been aaron i'm sarah has been <laughs> Has-been. Your husband? I guess it still is. I am a husband. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next year. Bye. Bye. Mari Kurisimasu.